Well, good morning. Good morning. Let's begin. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Almighty God, you invite us to trust in you for our salvation. Deal with us not in the severity of your judgment, but by the greatness of your mercy. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. The Old Testament reading for the 20th Sunday after Pentecost is from Isaiah chapter 25. On this mountain, the Lord of hosts will make for all peoples a feast of rich food, a feast of well-aged wine, of rich food full of marrow, of aged wine well-refined. And he will swallow up on this mountain the covering that is cast over all peoples, the veil that is spread over all nations. He will swallow up death forever, and the Lord God will wipe away tear from all faces, and the reproach of his people he will take away from all the earth. For the Lord has spoken. It will be said on that day, Behold, this is our God. We have waited for him that, we might, that he might save us. This is the Lord. We have waited for him. Let us, be, let us be glad and rejoice in his salvation. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The epistle is from Philippians chapter 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at length you have received your concern for me. You were indeed concerned for me, but you had no opportunity. Not that I am speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low, and I know how to abound. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And the gospel reading for Sunday is from Matthew 22, 1 to 14. Again, Jesus spoke to them in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a wedding feast for his son and sent his servants to call those who were invited to the wedding feast but they would not come. Again, he sent other servants saying, tell those who are invited, see I have prepared my dinner, my oxen and my fat calves have been slaughtered and everything is ready. Come to the wedding feast. But they paid no attention and went off, one to his farm, another to his business, while the rest seized his servants, treated them shamefully and killed them. The king was angry and he sent his troops and destroyed those murderers and burned their city. And then he said to his servants, the wedding feast is ready, but those invited were not worthy. Go therefore to the main roads and invite to the wedding feast as many as you find. And those servants went out into the roads and gathered all whom they found, both bad and good. So the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came, came in to look at the guests, he saw that there was a man who had no wedding garment. And he said to him, friend, how did you get in here without a wedding garment? And he was speechless. And the king said to the attendants, Bind him hand and foot and cast him into the outer darkness. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth, for many are called, but few are chosen. This is the word of the Lord. 
Thanks be to God. So, our Lord is inviting you to a wedding feast here and now, every Lord's Day, in the divine service, the wedding feast of the Lamb and His kingdom, uh, to feast on the victory uh, of our God in Christ, who won the victory over sin and death and His suffering, death, and resurrection. In the parable, it talks about the, the wedding feast and all of these people who were invited uh, and how uh, they didn't come. The, the A-listers, if you were, if you will, didn't come. In fact, I love what um, uh, a pastor says about that. It's uh, Brent Kuhlman. He, uh, I'm going to use this quote. He said, the, the kingdom's A-listers receive their invitations. As the RSV postcards come in, it becomes agonizingly apparent that the ones called to attend have other plans. So the king sends his preachers out with instructions to go door to door and say, the prime rib is in the smoker, the New York strips and bacon-wrapped asparagus are on the grill, the 2015 Scarecrow Cabernet Sauvignon wine from Napa Valley is uncorked, White Elm's cream brulee Russian imperial stout, and the boiler room's grand Sultan coffee stout are on tap. My son's good Friday wedding feast is ready. Come to the feast. Enjoy the salvation he won for you. Now you would think the king's invitation and personal visits from the king's preachers, not to mention tons of complimentary and on-the-house cuisine and adult beverages, would cause the A-listers to drop whatever they were doing, hop in the SUV, and sprint to the Good Friday Kingdom of Heaven's feast. But you'd be wrong. And that happens today, too, doesn't it? Even though we um, have in our midst, whenever and wherever we gather in the Lord's name to hear his word and to feast on the victory of our God and Christ, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, we find other things to do. And this is a warning about that, um, that we need these gifts. These are the gifts of salvation won for us uh, at the cross, given to us through our Lord's name and word. And he in invites us to hear. He wants us to receive these gifts. And it's interesting, too, in the parable, there's uh, one who eventually um, is there when, when the invitation goes to everyone, the good and the bad, everyone in the streets, the wedding hall will be filled. That's the, that's the promise, right? But there's one guy in there who doesn't have the wedding clothes. He thinks he can be there, um, really, if you think about it, and apply it without the forgiveness of sins, that he's worthy to be there. None of us is. We need to be clothed with Christ. And all of us were clothed with Christ in, in the water and word of holy baptism. And in fact, often we wear that garment, that white garment, to remind us that we're clothed with the righteousness of Jesus Christ, and that's how we can be here. That's how we can be uh, feasting on these gifts and rejoicing with God and one another, ultimately in heaven throughout all eternity. So that's kind of where I'm going with this. Um, I know what, yeah, I don't know if I have a lot to add to that. <laughs> um, that's pretty good. Um, maybe to attach the other two yeah. readings here, um, that Isaiah reading is often used at funerals. Mm -hmm. um, this wonderful text about the feast of feasts in heavens, in, in heaven where God um, simply wipes away all tears, the reproach of all of the people that rejected him, everything will be taken away, all will be sorted out, and, uh, and everything will be made right again in this wedding feast. I'm intrigued a little bit about that, the man that didn't come in, that came in without the wedding garments. I suppose we could think about that, that he was depending on his own his own works. He wasn't living in repentance to the forgiveness of sins. 
Um, we often talk about that baptismal close. Um, I, I don't know if we could maybe attach this a little bit to coming to the sacrament mm -hmm. worthily. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Luther teaches us that fasting and bodily preparations are indeed a fine outward training, but those who have faith in these words given and shed for you for the forgiveness of sins, that it's really not based on our on our outward preparations, but uh, totally on, on being repentant of our sins and receiving his gifts and, and knowing that the Lord is present, he, he's, he's at hand, and we can rejoice in those gifts, um, that we're, we're in the in crowd, not because of what we did, uh, because what Christ has done for us. And that really is coming in humility. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I don't know. And then, Well, I think that's exactly right. And, and this Sunday we begin our 170th anniversary right. of the church and school, our celebration. And we're tying it to the bells um, that have been restored. And so one bell will be uh, rung uh, on Sunday, the mercy bell. Mm -hmm. And on that bell um, are the words of our Misery, Lord. Misery, Corde Domine. Yeah, I've come not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. And the bell is small. It gently invites us in. And I think, you know, we come in and what's the first thing to, we do? We, we call on the name of the Lord, right? We invoke his name. And because of, what, of that name, because of what he has done, um, we have a place here. And then we, we humbly confess our sins. We can say we have sinned. For, uh, and God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us of, of all unrighteousness. Our robes are washed in the blood of the Lamb, and we have a place with Him here. Um, and that, that invitation um, that this is a place of mercy, this is a place where God uh, comes uh, whenever and wherever we gather in His name to hear His word and celebrate His sacrament to forgive our sins, to have mercy on us, and to make us right with God and one another through that forgiveness of sins. So the, the bell is, is, is gentle and it's, 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 it's winsome um, and it calls sinners to repentance, right? Um, so like that one who didn't have the robe, didn't think he needed it now. But, and, and, and maybe in life, as, as life in this fallen world gets the best of us, maybe then that's when we come and, and we can say it and, and confess it and know that God is going to be merciful and, and bring his gifts into our hearts and lives. So um, the invitation is out there. Um, the invitation is for you, so come. <laughs> come to the feast, right? Yeah, sounds good. Our hymn of the day is, is that God wants um, all people to come. And just like in the, in the parable, uh, a multitude will come um, on the Lord's Day, whether here um, or all over the world, right? Um, and so um, a hymn that we will be singing, the hymn of the day, is A Multitude Comes from the East and the West. Um, why don't we do uh, verses 1 and 4? That 4 talks about the bell ringing on, too. Ah, yep, got that. Exactly, yeah. yeah. All right. All right. A multitude comes from the East and the West To sit at the Feast of Salvation With Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob the Blessed Obeying the Lord's invitation, have mercy upon us, O Jesus. The heavens shall ring with an anthem more grand than ever on earth was recorded. The blessed of the Lord shall receive at his hand 
the crown to the victors awarded. Have mercy upon us, O Jesus. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace. Amen. Amen. Thanks. Thank you. See you Sunday.